Hello, I am Tracy Hitchings. My guest today is Dr. Prog, a medical doctor who loves to rock. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and a very good night to you wherever you are across the globe. I am transmitting from the Gold Coast in Queensland, Australia. You have tuned into Tracy's Prog World. Welcome back, you lovely listeners, to TPW on this July day. Many of us out here in Aussie have got Christmas lights up. The English, having waited for the coldest month in the Aussie calendar, the celebration is known famously as Christmas in July. As the whole roast turkey traditional shenanigans is far too hot in December the 25th. So, I mean, actually, traditionally, the main meal, as you know, is piping hot from a piping hot stove and serves piping hot. That's the main meal, isn't it? And some Aussies don't quite get that. So, you know, well, actually, that's probably not quite fair as the um, there's very much a strong Aussie heritage here or English heritage, Aussie ter- heritage that do carry on those traditions as I was smelling around here locally. So anyway, the winter air whilst out walking, honestly, it really was beautiful to smell the roast chestnuts, Yorkshire pudding, Brussels sprouts. Oh, oh it's endless, you know, wonderful traditional tidings and the smell of orange and cinnamon. Isn't that just something else? When it actually comes to the 25th of December, we'll actually be tossing shrimps on the barbie (laughs) which actually are large prawns with cold plated salad lashings of homemade lemonade or beer and diving into one of the lagoons but traditionally we would be actually burning something then for wouldn't we if it was the real traditional stuff would be burning something opening up all the windows to let the smoke out hoping it wasn't all of the devils on horseback that had gone into you know complete blackness (laughs) well slowly getting hammered on the mulled wine in preparation for the unplanned dancing on the tables where you try a few high kicks get a good cheer until you land on auntie or grandma and while waiting for the ambulance your eyes become heavy with complex carbohydrates and protein not to mention the liquid induces you into a deep sleeping snore in front of the sound of music or the yellow brick road movie or aliens or for the truly traditional sticklers it's a good old-fashioned ghost story the ambulance is called off when auntie and granny start doing their own high kicks in the garden whilst emptying the bins for the empty bottles getting rid of the evidence of what could have been the cause of a great day or a barking mad British disaster. Yep, all part of the traditional British celebration. So who's the exhibitionist in your family? Well, don't look at me. Um, I would never behave like that. Anyway, swiftly moving on. I trust all of you wonderful listeners out there have had a good week since the last podcast. Thank you for joining me with Dr. Prog today. I am actually still waiting for him to come through. So he's, um, I'm yapping away here, aren't I? Well, it's a good excuse. Uh, he's obviously on his way at some point. He'll, I'm sure he'll let me know when he arrives. Anyway, I'm waiting to see if um, he has come yet. And um, there's no sign yet, but uh, what nonsense? What other nonsense could I be uh, filling your ears with whilst I'm waiting for him? Um, ah. Hang on, we might be in luck. Is uh, Peter? Can you hear me? Hello, Doctor Prague. Hello, Tracy. I'm here. Hello. I just thought you might have had to work through your lunch break there for no, the moment. No, no, no. <laughs> tuning in, tuning in for my lunch break. Yeah. It's nice to be welcome back into the show. Thank yes. you. Yes, yes, been short. Well, so busy up there today. 
yes, yes, lots of lots of people, um, uh, you know, worried about everything. Yeah, lots of patients. It's it's that time of year. It's um, winter out here, which is why it's crisps in July. Christmas, Christmas, happy Christmas. I know, isn't it great that we have kind of two Christmases over here? We have we have the traditional 25th and uh, and July, and it's just, it's lovely. Yeah, it's got that kind of feeling, hasn't it? Christmas in July. So what were you up to today? Well, just the usual coughs and colds and sneezes and so forth. Lots of colds <laughs> around. It's it's really interesting how this, this half of the world, we get all the cool weather and everywhere else in the world is roasting and having a lovely summer's <laughs> summer's holiday <laughs> like in England having a great time. It can't time. be everywhere. It can't oh, be well, everywhere. Lots but, of places um, in yeah. the world are a lot warmer than we Most, are. Most, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I noticed when you uh, pulled out this morning that you were listening to some pretty serious music. So um, what was it you were listening to? I recognised it, but I couldn't say oh, what it was. Well, I, I, I suppose you thought it was um, Focus, but actually it's, it's, a, it's a band called Glass Hammer. Um, of course, I know Glass Hammer. Yeah, but really cool. The yeah. guys from Chattanooga. Yeah. Um, it just reminds That's me right, of yeah. really good, wholesome, proggy sound. Yeah, Glass it's Hammer. It's kind of early stuff. Where do, yeah, the, uh, um, they go back. They go back a decent I way. I suppose like, some people um, would think it's like King Crimson, Crimson. but um, I sp- they cross. Yeah, yeah they, there's a crossover <laughs> thing, isn't it? There. Um, which what, what was the name of the song that you were listening to when you pulled out this morning? Can you remember? Because that it, it, I did. I have heard that. Tales of the Great. It was I'm that sorry. was the main one. Ta- Tales of the Great comes to mind. Tales of the Great War or something like that, isn't it? Yes, that's right. By um, Ah, right, right, right. So something in me thought, do I know that? Do I know that? Am I getting mixed up? Now that brings it home. There you go, Doctor. So um, anything else that you listen to whilst just going up the motorway um, at all? There was another one. It sounds very 70s. It's uh, Happy the Man. Um, oh, yeah. They go way back, don't they? That's really good sound, that one. Check that one out, Happy the Man. Yeah. yeah, well, check that particular one because there's a few of those that I do like. Um, but I was also listening to a bit of uh, Neil Moore, so I think we're moving over to the Americas here, aren't we? And uh, and it's about time. There's such great stuff over there, and uh, we're going to be having Nick Katona on at some point as well. So you know, and there's my mate Jeff Matthews, who, who I've been threatening to get on and not even got him on yet. So yeah, just so much, hey, so so much. So, um, Doctor. What's going on today? What um, what offerings do you have? I haven't got a clue what's, what's, uh, what to expect today. <laughs> okay. Well, I have been having a look at the local scene uh, since I, I was on last. And uh, uh, because of uh, COVID, a lot of people would have thought bands would shut down. and But things are starting to open up here. And uh, um, even at our local club at Twin Towns, they've got... Um, Shows coming from overseas, Las Vegas legends are coming up. Um, Demon uh, on the Gold Coast at the uh, local venues, for example, at Twin Towns, we've got uh, uh, some good cover bands coming up. The Vegas Legends show, uh, which is like the Rat Pack that came over direct from Las Vegas and performed here for us on the Gold Coast. With the Neil Diamond uh, cover band, all cover artists doing his super hits. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to the traveling, the traveling Wilburys, yeah. which is in September. <laughs> yeah. That'll be, that'll be yeah. very interesting. And uh, <sighs> I don't know whether you've heard of uh, Glenn Shorrock and Brian Cadd. They were big artists. Um, oh, they're big artists they over are, here, aren't they? They, are, they? Yeah. they? They were, yeah. Because uh, yeah, Glenn Shorrock yeah. was in the Little River Band. And um, yeah. a lot of their 
the music was pop, but it's very proggish the way it was made and recorded. Yeah. I did enjoy that. Yeah. Um, other venues up in Brisbane. Brisbane, we've got some live acts coming from overseas coming. So we've got, um, well, Keith Urban lives here, of course, but he's doing a big Australia-wide concert. Um, other concerts that are coming to Brisbane, let me just see. Uh, thinking about them, we've got, um, oh, dear, that's right. We've got we've got Kiss coming in November from America. <laughs> now, that could be a bit of raunchy <laughs> that's fun. That's a bit of raunchy fun. That'll be the Brisbane <laughs> Entertainment Centre, so that's going to be a big venue. Let's oh, just hope that yeah, everything's yeah. all right and we don't have to uh, have things shut down. Faith No More are coming in February next year, um, which is really good. They're a hard rock band. Um, who else was coming that I heard? Guns N' Roses. I said that, didn't I? No, I didn't. Guns N' Roses are coming. They're coming later in this year in November, so they'll be at the big stadium too. Um, yeah, so that's that. And uh, local venues um, here on the Gold Coast, well, you know, we've got a few little live venues ourselves, but they're only small Um the Burley Underground, where the drummers go, it's a it's a nice little spot. Rudman uh, Rudman Parade, where people can get up there and have a bit of a play, listen to some good music. Um, yes, we're lucky here, um, and there's the, there's the Sound Lounge. We, we've actually been there. We saw a band play live there once, down at the uh, Durrigan Street upstairs. Above the, the pub, remember the live venue there. So they they've got little concerts going on there too. So um, provided we do the right thing and uh, we stay safe, uh, we should be able to continue enjoying our live venues on the coast here. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So we, we've we've had some more more restrictions coming in that we hadn't had before in the past, but uh, we're we're sort of um, getting through that. Okay, aren't we? So that's the main thing. Um, so okay, what other offerings have you got there? Belinda Carlisle's coming next year, but that's at the Tivoli where we saw the Pink Floyd cover. Well, I don't know how how good Rock Area are, but they are the. It's called the ELO Experience. <laughs> I remember the last time we were over in England, um, and uh, ELO were playing at the big stadium. Now that was a that was the the Wembley Rock concert. It's out on DVD, but we've got our own <laughs> Rock Area ELO Experience here. They're playing at Ipswich in Queensland. Yes, that's right. Um, Oh yeah, I'd love to go then and see them, that. but that's uh, that's only in three days. We must go. We've got to go to Ipswich. It's the Rock Area ELO experience. It's only three days away, so maybe we should just. Oh, it's not ELO then. It's not no, ELO. But, it's the. Oh my god! I've, <laughs> I've seen a picture of the group. They look just like them. These cover bands are doing very well, aren't they? They've, um, you know, even though like we can't leave Australia to see them, so. It's the next best thing. Some of them are very good. We saw a Queen one. Remember the, the Queen one we saw at Twin Tents? Oh, that was brilliant. Yeah. That really, yeah, that was absolutely brilliant. But going back to ELO, I'd love to go. I know it's very short notice, but it, I could be playing homage to um, McDowell, who played cello, on yeah. Entertaining Angels. He played, played cello. It was, uh, uh, and he played live with us in, in London. He, he's a lovely guy, bless him, you know. Rip. I can never forgive myself when we got tickets for 10cc, the real thing, you know. <laughs> we forgot to go. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> happened twice before. Yeah. 
We've got to go. Oh We've got tickets to see John Paul Young. We've got to go and see that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, that's that. When is that? It's in <laughs> okay. uh, October, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It's my From birthday. The front row seat, so good. <laughs> oh, oh no, that's going to be fun, John Paul Young. Yeah. Um, well, I grabbed hold of some of. I was listening to some of outside in. I was about to say inside out. Outside in from Mikey after I heard the. Um, Last um, last week's effort, I thought I'd grab hold of some outside in, and not bad. I like Mikey it. Brand, I like yeah. it. I'm growing. I'll tell you what, New Zealand's full of great stuff. It's isn't good, it? isn't it? Yeah. I can't believe how talented they are over there. Such a small island, and um, fewer than a few million people, and they've got so much rock music down there that people can enjoy. Venues to go and see them in. So good on them. There's other good stuff around the world, and. If, Told you about the ones on the Gold Coast we can enjoy here without having to leave the state. Yeah, Trace, so what do you listen to during the day? Oh, today, um, uh, sometimes I do, don't listen to anything at all, as you know, and other times I've got to be listening to something. So I was listening to um, a bit of Kansas, Left Overture. Mm-hmm. I was listening to a bit of, oh, I kind of, uh, what was it called again? Caravan. Um uh, something land of uh, pink and grey, something like that. That I hadn't heard that for. No, was that the newer one? I, I'm getting them mixed up. I was listening to quite a few. I had them on this um, scat play thing, you know. So I was just really enjoying a listen because sometimes you get you get this over listen. You can't play anything, and then other times you just sink right back into it, and it's just so good, isn't it? Mm. And I, and um, I was really enjoying a bit of Dream Theater, but it was the old stuff I knew. Oh, don't ask me what the tracks are. <laughs> <laughs> I just very much enjoyed that, yeah. Mm. So I'm I'm looking forward to getting on to the um, so to some of the American prog rock and of course the Australian prog rock, but more so. There's all that to come yet. So we've got years to go. So and and I also hit back on another of John Wetton's that when I toured with him, the UK, the band UK. I loved that stuff before I'd ever know knew that I'd meet him, let alone doing the King Crimson stuff and the UK stuff, playing that again. I think I played that to you years ago, mm. um, many, 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 many years ago. And, oh, my gosh, it's just it's just so good. It was from a record we saw in a second-hand record shop. I think it was an LP, remember? It, it was an LP. It says, my God, it's the record. It's a record. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Sort of exactly. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. Along with a few hard albums, which were great to see. Wonderful. And also I've been touching on a bit of Dream Theatre. Um, uh, yeah. Well, I call it Metropolis. <laughs> Metropolis. <laughs> but it, I know. I can I know. spell it. It's I've amazing. Been picked, yeah, yeah I've been picked be up on that before. Be <laughs> I've picked up on that before. <laughs> and um, I, I noticed you the other day listening to Supertramp, Crime of the Century. So there you go. Yeah, I caught you. you've probably forgotten you're listening to it. I haven't, no, <laughs> and I've even been to see Supertramp live when they came to Brisbane. Oh, don't. Well, I'm not even speaking to you now because you never told me that before. They uh, they were so, so You have never good. told me God, that before. Yeah, you know, What's going on? I What's know. going on? Well, I, I keep some things from you. <laughs> you've forgotten, <laughs> haven't you? <laughs> you kind of keep you. <laughs> no, I haven't forgotten at all. I can still remember exactly. I was on the on left-hand side, up on the sides, and I was looking down on and uh Beautiful. And the whole band was there. It was a big, it was a big band. So there were about seven musicians in the band, all doing their little things. Uh, no, there was a great tour. The Beach Boys were great in Australia too when they came out. They were great. 
there's some really good Stevie. Oh, Stevie Nicks and Fleetwood Mac. They were something to see. She knocked the microphone over when she was on the stage, but the, doing a little swing around. This, sorry, was that on purpose or was it just? No, 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 no. That was an accident. I think it was during Rihanna. She was just doing a spin around with the arms, and it just knocked the microphone over. But uh, little things like that you pick up, and you you always see them on the. Uh, the, the clips where people have their phones, but you never see it on the real film clip. <laughs> but you always, I always enjoy little things like that when you when you go live and you see things. So that's that's part of being live. You know, you don't expect it to be fantastic, but you want to see them try and perform the, the songs that they do on their albums. That's what I think anyway. I always enjoy the effort and I always enjoy to see how they do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. The way they construct it, yeah. Okay, so what's going on in the world of the medical world? Bring it on. Um, well, basically, it's just uh, it's the time of the flu out here in Australia, but it's uh, the worldwide time of the pandemic, which everyone's talking about. So, and that's what a lot of patients are worried. In Australia here at the moment, we haven't got a lot of vaccines. It's really strange, Trace, you know. All these people come in and they're worried about COVID and they're worrying about their masks and I sort of scratched my head to myself and I'm saying, yeah, I think I'm, I understand. I, I'm on your wavelength. And they say, are, are you really? I said, yeah, yeah. And I said, what do you mean? And I said, well, and then they say, well, the government tell us that everyone's in quarantine and locked away. And yet how come the whole, the whole country's got to wear a mask? if they're all locked away, which is, I suppose that's an interesting point that, that they brought up. Um, another one that someone said to me was, you know, it's, it's amazing that this thing is so contagious, you've got to have a test to see if you've got it. That is funny, isn't it? That I mean, sounds all very ridiculous. confusing out there, isn't it? Yeah, it's very confusing. It is confusing. And that's the problem. Everyone's confused, a lot of depression. A lot yeah. of anxiety. Um, right. Uh, I heard in Victoria between the months of January this year and May this year, 275 people committed suicide, which is awful because down in Victoria they've had these um, week and month-long lock-ins where they can't even leave their homes except to go shopping to see a medical practitioner or to fill their car with petrol or to do something, and they've got to wear their masks everywhere. Um, so, and yeah, 270 suicides in five months. And this is another interesting statistic. From January to June this year in Victoria, which has been shut down for months, no one has died from COVID. <laughs> and yet everyone's positive, but no one died. And they're still locking them in. So I'm starting to scratch my head, honestly. What what are they doing this for? Especially when patients are now asking me in Queensland, Doc, why do I have to go and have a COVID test? Because there's no COVID. I say, exactly. You're right, of course. They're all in quarantine so in this country. So why would you have to wear a mask? outside walking in the sunshine because a virus doesn't live outside the human body because it needs moisture to live. So therefore a hot environment is good for um, um, keeping infection away, which is probably helping um, good old UK, your homeland, 
Yeah. Because it's summer. They've got good weather, and as far as I know. Good weather. Good. Yeah. They don't have to wear those masks anymore. I'm told Boris has let you all off yeah. the hook for a while until the next outbreak comes along, I suppose. Trace, what do you reckon? Well, yeah, it's just watching it all unfold all over the world and all these different ways and means, isn't it? Um, uh, now, um, there was something that you were saying about... Yeah, well, Trace, there are... There are patients who come to see me specifically at the practice because um, uh, we've got a diverse practice of, of um, practitioners. And uh, with respect to the COVID situation, I'm I'm one of the practitioners there who have decided not to give the vaccines. So they've come to me for advice on, well, because I've got a medical problem, doctor, that means I can't have the vaccine. I've come to you because maybe you know something about how I can help myself to stay well, and, I've, and I say, well, of course I can. So um, um, I've just gone with the five things that some American doctors have been using on their patients in trials in America for um, newly diagnosed COVID-positive cases. And I've got there are five different things that they can use, and I've told them they've got to use a very the number one. You can write these down. Is a very concentrated high quality vitamin C I believe it's the absorbable one um, they've got to have that at least 1000 milligrams a day um, they've also got to have vitamin D they've got to up their uh, doses of vitamin D because that is good for the for the nervous system um, and so is zinc zinc is number three oral zinc um, there is a fourth drug which has been used by the uh, doctors overseas. It's called Ivermectin, I-V-E-R-M-E-C-T-I-N, Ivermectin. Now, Ivermectin is, um, is a drug used for treating parasitic diseases for those who've gone to Indonesia, et cetera. And uh, believe it or not, uh, taking three or four tablets, depending upon your height, will actually help um, in cases of COVID-19. Um, and these scientists have got papers on it too, which um, uh, I have. And if anyone's interested, I've, I can certainly um, let you know what they are because um, I don't want to come out there and you know, sound like a, I'm a complete anti-vaxxer. It's just that I'm just not so sure about this one because it hasn't been tested on humans uh, until now. Where the test, yeah, yeah. This is the first thing. This has really upset me. To do the vaccine here, you have to do some sort of quiz. So, I'll, of course, I signed up for it. And after 15 minutes of giving every personal bit of information I have about myself, tax file number, where I was born, who I live with, everything, what colour shoes I wear, then they say, uh, you can, oh, you've got to tick the terms and conditions box before you can do the questionnaire. So I thought, well, after doing all that, I want to read what these terms and conditions are. So I did. And uh, 11 pages of disclaimer. When I get to page 11, it said uh, 11 section A or something. By signing this document, you completely exonerate the drug company from any ill harm that comes from this vaccine. And then I said to myself, well, gee, that's not a very good endorsement of your own product. Part B, 11B or something, it said, um, by signing this document, you take all the responsibility for the person's health and the financial stresses 
and any psychological stress that this patient may suffer from. So after reading those two lines, I thought, well, this is a bit, there's something a bit dodgy here. And I said, I'm not going to do it. So I became the doctor of the practice who decided not to go ahead with it because for the first time in my life, as far as I know, this is the, the only vaccine that hasn't been tested on humans before. So the, the reason it was released in America was because of some emergency uh, uh, situation which allowed a test drug to be distributed on the human population. But the distressing thing is they're doing it globally uh, without even a trial. So um, I've just been sitting back and watching these people come in with their side effects after the vaccines, and I've been getting other people's problems coming to see me. If, you know, getting shingles for the first time one month after they finish their courses, they're getting, um, they're getting heart pain, myocarditis, they're getting all sorts of rashes, um, bleeding in the urine, menstrual abnormalities, migraines, even some people have had strokes. So, I mean, they put, weedy, it's just, just getting really, really stressful being a medical man at work when you're not really one who vaccinates. Um, I'm, I'm busy because there are so many people out there who, and they gravitate to me because at least I can talk to them and uh, allow them a conversation, allow them to, to discuss what they're worried about without being um, uh, victimised or um, uh, made a fool of as being anti-vaxxers on TV when they're not. They're, just, they're basically just concerned about the product that has been forced into their arms without any consideration whatsoever, which in some countries it's called... Um, uh, civil liberties is being taken down. So it's happening around the world. And I'm just basically in this Christmas in July, I'm sitting back and watching it happen and uh, wondering what the next step's going to be because the advice on COVID around the state changes from day to day. You know, what vaccines are good for someone? You know, last week you, you can only have the, the AstraZeneca if you're over 60. Then next week the government says, go and talk to, to your doctor and uh, he might say that it's okay. Well, if you read between the lines, that sounds to me like uh, talk to the doctor. If the doctor says it's okay, well, if he gets sued, it's not us. You know what I'm saying? So it really is like whatever you hear on TV, it's either the complete opposite in real life or you've got to read between the lines. What is he really meaning? It's like a riddle. It's like it's like a Nostradamus evaluation. He's trying to understand the quatrains. What does he really mean by that? You know, and and uh, the person I'm talking about would be people in in uh, positions of power in politics. They 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 walk the walk and talk the talk. But what are they really saying? What are they really doing? that we don't know about because we're not in the loop. We're not in that little circle of um, uh, health advisors to the, to the prime ministers and the premiers. Um, and for the stuff that I've been researching and looking up, for example, the five ingredients, the five um, drugs which will help um, a person who is ill with COVID-19, dramatically so, um, then I start to um, ask a lot of questions. So 
So if I can ask, if I may just ask so that I can understand, um, you were talking about before, I've got, um, you were talking about not not specifically all drugs, you were talking about uh, vitamin D, it's usually vitamin D3, isn't it? Uh, and vit- Yeah, vitamin D, and you were talking about um, zinc, and you were talking about um, high doses vitamin C. So these all have to be top quality that you're talking about, uh, don't they? And those are, if uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but those are all immune boosters. Um, sorry, I'm going to say that again. Immune immune boosters, aren't they? So, and that's what we all need at the moment with um, this all going on, isn't it? So, and particularly, I'm just asking the question more so particularly for you were saying earlier to my recollect um, for people that may. Not not able may not be able to have the vaccine or choose not to or exempt for whatever reason underlying issues they need to be um um uh, spicing up their immune systems and um there was something else you were talking about and um, we, we were talking about a while back hydroxychloroquine which um oh, hydroxychloroquine yeah, that's right which yeah. you yourself i know you've been prescribing for years for your, for people with things like you've told me this we, i know we've had this little talk on here you prescribe hydroxychloroquine for things like um, arthritis and things like that. It does a number of different things, doesn't it? Yeah, hydroxychloroquine has been around for yeah. years, ever since I've been yeah. in medical practice, 30 years. Yeah. But I do know um, that people can't find it over the counter now. It's been very difficult to find. And uh, um, I I know that there's something else going around, uh, all, all around to our friends, how you can actually make it. Yes, that's right. Um, As you know, I've been making it. Because there's a lot of people who are asking me questions because they're so frightened about COVID and you don't hear anything on the news, but they don't tell you anything. So um, at least we can share with what we've got. Yeah. I, I think what, what news has not been given out on, on the media is about what you can do to help yourself, to, to make your immune system stronger and more able to cope. So I think you've just got to go out and get high-quality zinc, which um, we've been using the um, the drip one. Uh, um, but it, um, I'm going to go the other way with the tablets next time. So we've been using zinc, yeah, vitamin D again, high-quality vitamin C, not one that really tastes like sweet orange, a really high-quality one tastes a little bit bitter as a powder and you can you can capsulize it yourself but um how many how much vitamin c did you say per day one thousand milligrams so that's milligrams of vitamin c i mean any any because it's a water soluble vitamin um vitamin if you have any more than the body can absorb it you pass it out in your urine it's not being absorbed by the body the body can only take so much in uh it depends how the how your body is, whether you can take more in or not. Everyone who has very uh, severe acute respiratory problems, it uh, it was proved to help people who have the um, the SARS virus, Corona two infections. Vitamin C also benefits those people with severe late stage corona disease and that was back in 2019 a study showed that uh it's www.sciencedirect.com and you'll find all this information in in these science articles uh which uh, talk about these experimental drugs that were used which uh, have been shown to be effective but have just been forgotten about as the vaccines was tend to have been picked to treat the problem so um um, the other thing is the hydroxychloroquine. People, it's I've been using it on my patients with rheumatoid arthritis for 30 years. 
okay? It's not a dangerous drug. I know we've all heard it on TV. It's dangerous. And, my God, Mr Trump took it and it was like, it was like Adam just bit the apple. And, and, um, and so uh, everyone, and then someone from the FDA, the, F- the Federal Drug Administration in America decided, oh, we, we have to ban it because it's dangerous. Okay, I heard it on TV, but let's let's do some investigation. Uh, this drug is used by all soldiers who go to Vietnam to fight for. Yeah, that's that was back in Vietnam days. It wasn't dangerous then. It's still used now as a drug called Plaquenil for people with rheumatoid arthritis. It hasn't been dangerous to all of my patients for thirty years. And interesting to look back on it now, they didn't suffer many flus either. Um, uh, so, but for people who can't take certain drugs, Trace, I think it's important to share the um, the way that you can make it naturally, which we found through um, special yeah. sites. Yeah, we did uh, actually. Can I can I just say it here because because um, I do the making of this actually at home because I myself can't. I'm not able to take the jab because I suffer I get really ill if I take um, a lot of pharmaceutical drugs I can't cope with it or deal with it so this has been quite important to me doing this what I've been doing and that is as we were just um, suggesting earlier it's um, taking the vitamin c at morning and night because you have to replace it back in your body again and um, then after meals you take a couple of drops of well I've, I've got the drops so I, you know you can read what it says if it's in pill form or you put it inside the pellets that Mounties um, but yeah then after after a meal two drops of zinc and also i just take separately in another tiny bit of water uh, the vitamin d drops as well and um that that is a real immune booster but this is the hydroxychloroquine you can make it all you need is three grapefruits preferably the ones that aren't pink they're less sweet uh, preferably I no, you better let them get their pen and paper out yeah so, so do properly. Uh, okay <laughs> get your pen Get your pen and so paper out. We'll again. start again. Okay. Yeah. Get your pen and paper out. So what I'm doing at home here, um, I picked this up on one of the many podcasts I was on for, you know, for people trying to look for ways to actually help themselves because uh, that that's not what we're finding uh, um, on the main media or elsewhere. So how to help you, how to, how to help your immune system, doctor, you can correct me if I'm wrong, doctor. Um, but to make the hydroxychloroquine, you need three uh, grapefruits to say about four um, lemons, preferably organic so it's got the height of goodness there and um today he said he said kind of three great fruits to you know three or four i mean it depends on the sizes as well so you know you can't kind of just judge it for yourself but to this kind of say three to three grapefruits to four lemons you might have four grapefruits if they're really tiny ones you know so you've got to kind of what's the average size from where you are that you can get and um, everything's better if it's homegrown if it's all possible if in particularly your own country so get these get all of the juice out of them take every bit of juice out just put it in your fridge and make lemonade with it but everything that's left over I mean everything after of course you've washed them and got all the juice out of them um everything that's left over the pips the piss the white the everything you stick it in a big saucepan to two um is it two liters two liters of water and you boil it I say boil it you bring it down to simmer of course once it's come to the boil bring it down to simmer and uh, and about two is it two liters of water, Peter? I think that's correct, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. 
that. But you you know, do, again, we I did one lot today and burnt it because there wasn't enough water. We put a little bit more fruit in there and left it and there wasn't quite enough water and it actually stuck to the bottom. <laughs> so, but anyway, you boil this all for three hours and um, it, you're left with kind of almost, not quite a syrup, but a thicker residue and, and you need to strain it and stick it, you know, let it cool down and stick it in a glass jug. And each morning you just take two tablespoons and, and sip them. And each night, two tablespoons and sip them. Of course, in the morning you're having a vitamin C and then after something to eat, you're having your uh, uh, um, zinc and you're having your vitamin D. Now you've got a, a true immune booster because what happens with all that fruit when it cooks right down, you cannot put anything in it like sugar or anything like that because otherwise you've got jam, Okay. But plus it's cooked for three hours like that. Okay, so you've got a lot of um, fruit in there, really smelling glorious, actually. It smells like Christmas, really. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it's great with today, isn't it, July? Christmas in July. Uh, it really does smell very sort of, um, uh, yeah, um, celebrative, you could say. But when you taste it, it's very, very bitter. It's at that point after three hours with what's left over is hydroxychloroquine. Again, you're, not, um, you're squeezing all the lemon and all the grapefruit juice out. I even turn them inside out and squeeze them to get it all as much out as possible. And that, that's it. It's not meant to go in with, cook, um, with making the hydroxychloroquine. You could just use that for lemonade. It'd be beautiful. So, yeah, and that is a great immune booster for any of us. We, you know, we need that bit of, a bit of help because there's so much out there isn't there that's at us <laughs> you know like you, you got all these free, free radicals and it's it's amazing how no it's amazing how you know you buy a piece of fruit like that and you've got all the juice and that in the middle it turns out that all the vitamins are in the skins of all these pieces of fruit you throw, i mean i mean you look at red wine it's it's the dark grape but all the goodness from the grape is in the skin. It's not. It's not the juice in the middle of the air. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm not quite sure how we actually hydroxychloroquine comes about because you're looking at skins of pieces of fruit which have concentrated vitamins within them, and most of it would be vitamin C. Perhaps it's the heat which affects the um, the uh, the binding of the atoms so that it does change this way and it, it tastes quite bitter when you it's like a terrible spoonful of of um awful medicine when you taste it but uh, you do get used to it i'll tell you what you uh you feel good after you have it for about a week or so. Yeah, I think it speeds up the pro helps speeds up the process if you come down sick with whatever you're coming down with, whether you whether you've got what's going on now or whether it's just a normal flu or whatever it is, it really speeds up the process for recovery. You know, and, and particularly for people that um just are exempt because of um underlying issues or can't take it or not able to take it whatever the reason is that's something to um really be on to help to help protect you and help you get over it a little faster um yeah so uh yeah that one's going around everywhere isn't it uh all the different podcasts people are, p are passing that one around so that's really good but it's not just good for you know covid but it's very healthy for any flu so use this recipe um as a uh, flu recipe which you can have you can make it in a few hours you leave it in the fridge it'll last for over a week at least because the because now we come down to the dose and everyone wants to know how much okay you've made a you made a batch of this beautiful medicinal type fluid or um material that helps the body heal and um 
the dose is two tablespoons twice a day. So you've got two tablespoons of fluid twice a day per person, and that will um, uh, boost your boost your body um, system so that you stay well. Um, not saying it, it will stop. It will not. I can't. I cannot say that it will that you are free from getting the flu. Anyone can catch the flu. And, in fact, um, theoretically the whole world's going to get COVID and there's nothing you can do about it because we're all going to get it eventually because of just contact. So it's it's not a matter of the number of positive cases. It's who's going to get sick with it. I mean, we're using it, but I've not been sick with it. I'm just taking it just to help my immune system because I've, I've just had so many complications with illness in my life and... I can't take any of the toxic stuff. I just can't go near that that, that stuff. I've been, I've been so sick with worry, and of of course I'm exempt because of because of this past um, sicknesses anyway. But um, uh, I've spoken to about three or four different people that I know that have done this that have gone in. I don't know whether I'm not sure whether they had COVID or the flu. Sorry, I don't know that, but I do know that they were really sick and they'd started on this. And it really speeded it up very, very quickly. Uh, so that's that's according to what they said. So uh, it's going to be interesting just to see how, um, just to get this filtering through so people can utilise it. There was another drug, wasn't there as well, that um, they've used in, in, as well as um, hydroxychloroquine. It wasn't it ivermectin or something? Yeah, well, that was the... So that's the story of hydroxychloroquine as one of the five items that is used by these doctors in America who were doing the studies and are still doing these studies. And I've got their figures, actually. Um, um, in, from September 2020, they were um, Hospital Del Mar in Barcelona. These, they were actually testing these people in Spain and, um, and in America I've got the American one too. And they were saying that um, there's the zinc, vitamin C, vitamin D, hydroxychloroquine, and the fifth one was ivermectin, um, which is interesting because it's a, it's a drug basically used for parasites treating head lice, uh, and so forth. It has been investigated before, okay? So I'll tell you what it is. Um, ivermectin, it comes as um, oral tablets, six, six milligrams a piece. It's um, in recent months, there have been numbers of trials that have been taking place with respect to this drug. They have got positive results, but at the moment, there's not enough evidence to actually can say that it will cure. But I'll tell you what, the studies that they've done, 85% of people who will be positive early in COVID were taken into the trial and 85% of the people who had these five drugs um, in the doses we've talked about didn't have to go to ICU. They were treated with these drugs. So there's lots of chances that if you can't have the vaccine, Tracy, or if other people have, have um, diseases that, that prevents them from being covered in that way, then you can go with these other oral um, therapies we've talked about today. The study stood out because it found that Invermectin led to a substantial improvement and reduction in the mortality rate uh, in those treated with these drugs than those who were not. 
So um, it, the evidence is there, Don. Honestly, there's so much evidence if you go looking for it. You just got to type in something and you get the information. You go to the, and it's all cross referenced with different sites. Um, and they can't all be owned by Google and Facebook, surely. So I think uh, um, there's a lot that s- certain people can um, still get benefit from during these times when you might get it, if you, you know, if you get it, um, with, with medical therapies other than vaccinations. Mm. So um, is it the case then that not every doctor will be uh, prescribing or necessarily putting forth what we've just been talking about? Because I, I suppose if they're do, busy doing the COVID themselves, the sorry, the jab the, themselves, uh, they won't be looking at this particular way, will they? they? They won't be prescribing this or know of it or... Yeah, well, that's the sad thing because it's becoming like a, the people who do and those who don't. So the people who are who who are sceptical or who are concerned about the safety of a drug, I'm not mixing with the people who have no concerns about the safety of drugs because they've just automatically believed what they're told by everyone else. I'm a little bit different to them, to not just the people in my practice but other doctors as well. But um, because when someone tells me something, I usually go and find it if what they say is correct you know and often what people it's not what people say it's what they do or what they've done that's the truth and you know i like to find out um if if the government says da 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 well i'll just i'll go looking at government sites and i'll look at other you know um places where i can check um information and tables and figures to see if what they say is true or what they or if they're uh, you know playing with the figures to to come out with an outcome it's sort of like uh, playing with the figures with television at the moment which is frustrating and people coming in with anxieties for that you know so it's this sort of um over emphasis through the media on positive cases which is interesting but hey as I said to you before, everyone in the world's going to become positive one day that doesn't really matter anymore what people have to know is how many people are going to die from it. So everyone's going to get positive, but not everyone's going to die. And the Spanish flu, which this was first um, given the emergency registration for in America because it was compared to the Spanish flu, if you check the history books, the Spanish flu wiped out two-thirds of the whole planet of people. Two-thirds of the whole planet's population died in a matter of months. That's not what happened to COVID. This is not the Spanish flu. This is a bad flu. That's about it, you know. And the figures I received last month said that 337 people had died from the COVID vaccine in this country, and yet We've had no COVID deaths. Oh, we have. We've had well, people that, die. That yes, I know. Yes, true. Yes, statistically, statistically they have been. But but when you look at the patients who died, they were all either over eighty, they were all suffering from very poorly controlled diabetes, poorly controlled heart disease, or, or their immune systems, which means they had multiple cancers, uh, was affecting their bodies. So 
uh, they get sick easily and they died from, a, from an exaggerated uh, state of their bad condition. So they were kicked over the edge basically, but the, it's not like COVID jumped on their body and stabbed them to death. I think it was just that the COVID aggravated their body systems such that they uh, they succumbed. And, and we're looking at that population of people, the over 80s, bad kidneys, bad hearts, bad immune systems, everyone else will either live. You've heard of 50-year-olds dying, true, but they were bad diabetics and obese. So you're looking at risk factors not just a, a simple, well, he's over 80, he's going to die. No, you look at everything. You look at every individual person that's got a different story. That's why some people can wear masks and some people can't. Uh, I've got patients who have got bad emphysema. If they were forced to wear a mask, they would die in the supermarket. So they have to have oxygen. They're exempt. But the government doesn't even tell people that they are. They just go and say, everyone mask up mask up you know they don't even give the option or tell them the truth sometimes um government would deny this of course but but uh, realistically i haven't seen on the media where they actually promote it so if you've got a bad heart condition or a bad lung condition wearing a mask will deprive your body of oxygen causing a hypoxic state which will only make things worse and as i said to you before earlier in the interview a virus cannot live outside the human body. It needs moisture to live. So that's why an alcohol wipe on a table will kill it or, or a sun or a hot day or a heat. That's, that's why it. there's less in Australia. Outside no. the body. No, was- that's right. So I was coming back to the mask. You shouldn't let, you know, actually wearing masks is going to make things worse if you're already sick. You've got to get the stuff out of your body, not keep it in. Yeah. So, so it's like... Um- in Australia, because we have such a hot country, that's uh, possibly uh, one of the bigger reasons is why there's fewer cases of people with these uh, symptoms and um, suffering uh, with these. Uh, the, the heat kind of gets rid of any virus or any um, germ. Or like- oh, I've got no doubt, no doubt at all. It's it's congested areas of of um, habit, um, you know, where people live. It's congested population areas it's people who have got poor uh, hygiene uh, poor um, nutrition malnourished uh, poor immune systems or severely diabetic or severe heart or kidney so if you're if you're a well person you you won't feel anything you get a positive test your immune system will work your body will do its magic and you'll be sick for a day and then you get better and it's over and you've got your own antibodies and that's it you know, if you're unlucky enough to have a good immune system and you need things, that's why you'd use the hydroxychloroquine, the vitamin C, D, zinc and invermectin or, you know, some or all of those if possible. So there's so many different options, isn't there? Yeah. So can I just ask you, doctor, can I just ask you, doctor, because, uh, yeah, okay, I know I've gone over this a couple of times, but it's uh, people do tend to ask and it's a very easy to skip over things 
when you know them well, but other people are he- hearing it for the first time. So if this is a bit of a repeat out there, guys, I'm also making sure for myself, although I've been using the vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc and hydroxychloroquine, and I'm making the hydroxychloroquine at home out of myself. I make it out of about three uh, decent sized um, grapefruit and maybe four lemons. Dep- you know, de- everything's dependent on size, I know. Then I go home, I put it, I wash it all, squeeze all of the juice out and I mean really all of it squeeze all of the juice out you possibly can put that and decanter it in something else and um, then you're going to cut up everything that's left the pits the pips the pith the everything that the, the um, outside of the orange because that is what's going to be boiled for three hours in two liters of water for three hours bring it to the boil and then simmer of course but put a top on it and it will reduce and you'll be left with a kind of sort of almost syrupy texture, but runny than syrup, really. And then you end up um, straining that and saving, obviously, what's left of the liquid. Let that cool down and then obviously decanter that or stick it in a uh, some safe um, uh, jug, or, you know, a glass jug or something like that. And then you just um, take two tablespoons of that in the morning, two tablespoons at night. Now, of course, doctor, the question I'm going to ask is where I've just got confused because I've heard of the ivermectin that you've talked about and you've, you've brought it up on the program here now. Are you saying, how, how, how is that added to what I've just said? Is that added to what I've just said or is that separately a separate thing, the ivermectin? If you're ill, if you've just become a positive case, if you've just become a positive case, you would take it. Ivermectin, because because that is that was one of the drugs they used for patients who got sick with it and got positive cases. Okay. Yes. Right. Yeah. That and that was that was way back when they were saying about that, but it seems to have just disappeared, didn't it? Of the being able to get hold of it, or um, some doctors. Um, no, well, no, no. You you can still you can still get it. It's for parasitic infections. Um, so, but. But you've got to get it on a script. Ah, oh, right. Yeah. When you say script, you mean you've got to go to the doctor and he's got to write it out for you. Yeah. That's what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, so one could take ivermectin plus the vitamin C plus the vitamin D plus the zinc and plus the hydroxychloroquine. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So the hydroxychloroquine, the point of obviously discussing this at all is because if people can't get it in in the drug form, there's a natural way of making it because. You know, when you do that with the grapefruits and the and the lemons, uh, you end up with hydroxychloroquine. With what I've told you about, that's what it is. Well, no, we get back to ivermectin. If we get back to ivermectin, right? You're talking about that as one of the five things, right? Um, and some people are saying, well, you know, is, is you know, is there any proof? And you know, you know, how can you say that it does work and it doesn't? Well, uh, in this article I was reading here, in the late 2020. A research group in India were able to summarise the results of four small studies of ivermectin as an add-on treatment to the COVID-19 patients. The review showed a statistically significant improvement in survival among the the patients who received ivermectin as an add-on to the other treatments. So it is out there and other people are trying it. Now, um, uh, a lot of people are saying that there's no Google... I'd be interested to see is how did they come to that conclusion? Well, show me their studies that said that it didn't work. These people, these doctors are actually doing it. So, yeah, you, you can still get it. It's uh, Sandoz, S-A-N-D-O-Z, Sandoz Company. They made these drugs and uh, they're still used overseas for um, 
the treatment of you know parasitic infections. Yeah. So. So who who are the people that's going to best benefit? Who who um, would you say every age group would could benefit from this because it helps their immune systems? Because we've got no, a lot no, of free. No, no, no. you only use got... this if you got sick. Which one? Which one? What are you referring the to specifically? The ivermectin. Ah, so so so, doctor, the ivermectin is for people that really are sick. Yes, because I I was talking about patients who who can't have the COVID vaccine and they're worried about if they get sick with COVID, what will I do, doctor? Well, that's why they gravitated to me because that's what I saw. So that's what I was telling them, that if you did get sick, then there are five things that you can have, which you've got, I mean, 85% success in two days is a pretty good treatment. And uh, I definitely give it a go. So that's what I'm just saying to them, that I give it to them then. Um, but not to prevent anything. The best way to prevent it is you can have your regular C, D, zinc and... Um, hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine. Yeah. If you yeah. just do those yeah. things, you'll hardly get sick at all from what these studies have shown. Yeah, it's just interesting, isn't it? So and when I also heard about the hydroxychloroquine through uh, Dr. Um, Judy Mekovic, who's a virologist, and when she was speaking to Brian Rose on that uh, podcast, she she was at first saying it's really important for people, at least I think kind of in their 70s and over, to get on this straight away. Regardless, they should just be on that, you know what I mean? Um, if, if Particularly if you've got, if you're, you know, if you're concerned and you and um, you're not relying on the vaccine, this would be. This is what I recall them saying. I don't know what you recall of that, but definitely people over your seventies, or definitely people with underlying conditions. It's all about boosting your. You look, you've got to have a good immune system. If you, look, if you've got a good immune system, you can walk through the valley of fire. You can't. They can't touch it. They can't hurt you because your body's so strong. That's why kids are so. Kids do so well in COVID, you know. No child under the age of 10 has ever died from COVID. They'll all be positive, but they're not going to die from it. There was, I think, 50 Indonesian kids died recently from COVID. It turns out that they're all malnourished. There you go. So they're a sitter for anything. And COVID just has to be in the wrong place at the right time. And those poor little kids died. So... um, it's it's it's. I'm just pointing out there. Also, statistics don't always tell you that, that you know figures can lie. You know, can they can distort the truth? Depends on how you look at things. This is so deep, Tracy. Yes. <laughs> let's just well, get on and light note, shall we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's keep it very light. You know, you guys out there, this is just sharing things. And I, I, to me, you know, like I've always said, this this show to me, this is my Tracy's Prog World, is also about anything to do with health hacks and that we can share that might, you know, help people out there if you don't know otherwise. Because if the information isn't out there and, um, and there's a lot of poo-pooing about things and we know there's a lot of confusion about things but this is something that's clearly being used that we've come across a lot of people i've been using it for a few weeks now because um things seem to have caught caught, caught up over here with a few flus because it is the winter season it's the flu season anyway isn't it so um and a lot of people are using well, maybe it next week um, maybe next week um, you can tell them about that uh that interview you watched where Eric Clapton was talking about his experience with COVID vaccination. Oh, yeah, he, he had a difficult experience, didn't he? Yeah. So, um, yes. And it would, gosh, Maybe you could get the rights to play that clip on, on, on the show. That'd be great if they could hear it from themselves. God, it almost killed him. Poor devil. 
Yeah. Um, okay. So, and is there anything else, Doctor, that you'd like to share with us to, before you uh, go back to your uh, patients and the surgery there? Yes. Well, no, I, I just want to um, uh, hope that everyone stays well and enjoys uh, the season wherever you are and around the world. And um, uh, just be aware of other things that you can do to help yourself if, if you get sick for whatever reason, from whatever it is, these um, these simple vitamins and treatments will help your body repair a lot faster for whatever insult comes your way, whether it be the common cold, a cancer, or even COVID. So these can all be helped with these with these little simple medications, simple elements, not medications. Okay, so that's all I can say for you today, Trace. Better get back to work. Now. That's great. Yes, I know that you must have them queuing up out there at some point. So I'm very grateful for you having scoffed your dinner, that your lunch down today, Doctor, to come and join us and uh, just give a helping hand out there to anybody who may need it and find um, find it useful with regards to depending on your circumstance, really, isn't it? As to whether this could um, you feel this could help you or not, or, or how you feel about it. I can it always come and see me. <laughs> yeah well look, i think you're probably too far away for most people <laughs> all right then so, well guys yeah that's the shape of things today and uh as the doctor has got to get back to his patients and before i try his patients for taking more time off him i think we're going to say cheerio to the doctor i hope the rest of your days uh goes wonderfully smooth doctor until you get home later so oh god i've got to go back to work now <laughs> Have a lovely day, everybody. It's Dr. Prog saying goodbye to you guys and whatever message he might have for you. But I suppose you'll be able to go to sleep now, wherever you are in the world. <laughs> All the best. I'll see you next time. Oh, that's Dr. Prog saying uh, cheerio there. So um, I hope you found this um, uh, useful. And yes, and if you've got any questions, please, um, not to me, to Dr. Prog, okay? Uh, and that's at um, yaxley26 at yahoo.com yaxley26 at yahoo.com if you do have any questions and uh or if you want some helpful information at all um yeah it's best that has peters so that and that's yaxley spelled y-a-x-l-e-y yaxley26 at yahoo.com please send any um uh, uh requests about health and stuff to peter not to me uh, that's his area in respect of that so um okay so well, well thank you for joining me again it's a real pleasure to be sharing with you and uh we'll be seeing dr F dr frog i was gonna say that <laughs> I mean, Dr. Prog. See you later, darling. Okay, and all you guys out there, yes, don't forget, stay safe. And if you're driving that car, be careful out there amongst all those ones that aren't as good as you. Take care of one another. Love one another. It's just so good to do that, isn't it? And until next week, until whatever guest I have for you then, what a surprise it's going to be. And uh, yeah, okay. Until then, it's over and out from Tracy's Prog World. <laughs>